guys, welcome to Strugglers Anonymous. I'm Laura, and today I have a very special guest. This is Kalisha, and she is the author of Less of a Woman. And you guys need to be reading that. It you you really do. You've read a book that you can't put down, or that you're reading and you're crying or you're laughing with all the emotions. This is one of those books. Go get it. You will remember me telling you, you will not miss the B on it. So, Miss Galicia, yes. we've known each other for how long has it been? 2015. Jeez. Maybe 2014, 2015. 15 around that. Years. So, we worked together yes. and we clicked right then. Instantly. It was amazing. It yeah. was amazing. We had late conversations, late night conversations with other co workers. Yeah. We had those topics that we were on point. Yeah. And for, I remember. Back then, Kalisha was writing. She was always writing, uh, telling me that uh, she enjoyed it, and she always had these goals. I remember she constantly looked at properties. She always. Oh my God, yes. Laura, you remember? Yes, <laughs> you remember that? I do. Wow. I do. Okay. She would always surf the website, looking for her properties. She said, "One day, I'm going to have this, and I'm going to have this, and I'm going to finish my degree, and I want to work with trouble youth." I mean, yeah. she had it all planned out. And today, I sit here. And today, I sit here a couple of years after, and she's there. She's doing it. Yay! Boss to you. <laughs> good. Thank good. You. So thank you for sitting down and taking some time to talk to us about your amazing book. So I definitely think that you need to read the book, but I also wanted to talk to Kalisha because the topics that she shares in the book are phenomenal, are really, really important topics that most people don't talk about. And there's a lot of people currently struggling with this topic. So it's very important that our generation, that everybody actually is talking about it. We need to have awareness. We need to have this conversation supporting each other because it happens more than we, Definitely. yeah, that, yeah, Definitely. it's happening more than we would think. So let's jump into it. Okay. So right. tell me a little bit about the book. Introduce your book to us. All right. So Less of a Woman. Less of a Woman is about this female Chelsea who falls in love with this charming, so charismatic, just everything you ever wanted, man. Mr. Perfect. Right? Mr. Perfect. Exactly. So Mr. Perfect comes along, sweeps her off her feet. Um, just to find out more about herself. And then, of course, um, it takes a lot of time and investment to find out even more about him. Um, I put a lot of friends situations, some of my situations, a little bit of everything that women go through into one female and I take her through hell and at the end it's just like wow like that that's the whole the whole goal was to um get everybody you know everybody as the whole purpose of this was to have my friends the readers right mm -hmm. um be able to sympathize with her and the struggles that she was identified themselves identify themselves even right as they read the book and found out more about you awesome yeah. so i want to get the book and go into this little page here okay the dedication yes this is why we're here guys okay can you read that for us absolutely absolutely Whew. 
First, I want to make sure I dedicate this book to any woman that feels like she is less of a woman. If your self-esteem is low due to a man, failures, life struggles, curveballs that God has thrown at you, looks, etc., this book is for you. I dedicate this to the woman that is either trying to pick herself up, has already accomplished, quote unquote, the pickup, or maybe in the process of doing so. I dedicate this to the woman that has struggled to feel like she is enough for herself or anyone else. Allow God to mold the woman that you are becoming as you learn to value the struggle that you are currently experiencing or have previously experienced. See the beauty in, beauty in life. Know that you are indeed enough and to be sure to create your own happiness. Beautiful, this book is for you. It's so it's so well said. It's beautiful. I love that introduction, that dedication. So this is the book for you, lady, for you, woman, that's going through it, went through it. Anyone that's going through this, actually, you need to pay attention yeah. to this book. You really do. So I, I, I was going to ask you about, uh, because the book is a, a fictional, fictional story. But I like to call it a fictional reality. That's beautiful. You yes, exactly. But you mentioned that you grab store real stories right. from your were uh, your friends and yourself. Right. Mm -hmm. So that was a big thing for me because even though it's fictional, mm -hmm. it's so real. It's really real. So yeah. so real. And sadly for her, she went through it all. Exactly. Like you talk about physical abuse i want to even say maybe mental no definitely definitely mental, mental, mental abuse. abuse mental abuse verbal physical um health you know we get there yes so a lot it's a, a lot, lot. It's, she goes through a lot she does but the sad reality is that it's not a story that you read in a book because it will never happen it's happening it definitely is happening. and people are not talking about it and people are feeling like she felt at one point in the book she has a very strong support system. She really does. Mm -hmm. If even though she had that support system, she really couldn't talk to them about it. It took her a lot to to come out and say, right. "This is what I'm dealing with, and, and this is where I'm at." Yeah. Oftentimes, we go through things, and we 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 go through things that we never would think that we would go through. Right. So you have these experiences, and you sell yourself short by dealing with things that you would normally not deal with or even you wouldn't expect yourself to be able to deal with or want to deal with it. And then you end up dealing with it anyways. And you sell yourself short in doing that. And then when it comes to friends and family, you end up becoming ashamed because you started to experience things that they never would have thought you would have allowed, let alone you never would have thought you would allow it for yourself. Right. Right. So, you you don't you don't share your experiences or what you're going through in that moment because you have so many friends that are going to tell you you're worth more and you know that but you're still so stuck in love with somebody that you're not ready to leave yet and so it takes some time it's a process it is it, it takes a real process and you don't want to be ashamed in that process so instead of having to feel ashamed because you already are and you don't need anybody yeah, to tell you that you end up just dealing with it alone i understand that yeah and the fact that sometimes we have to understand it ourselves first. We have to accept Absolutely, that you're yeah. there. Realize that we're there. And that actually takes me to this page that she said that she didn't realize that she was a victim of domestic abuse. She said, my friend sounds like, she's making this sound like it's a domestic abuse. It was. Right. But she wasn't there yet. Like, she didn't realize what was happening to her. She thought, oh, this happens to other people. 
doesn't happen to me. This is not what this is. So it's a process. Even though you have that support system, you're not ready to talk about it. You're not ready to face it. Kalisha put it pretty well. That shame of letting yourself down and letting everyone else down because they didn't think, they never thought you would be there. So it's a very complex situation. So I want to make a pause here. If you are the support system of somebody going through that, keep that in mind. Keep that in mind that the other person's going through that self-shame process, that they may not be ready to talk to you, and the only thing you got to do is be there and love them. That's it. Would you agree? I definitely agree. I will also say that most times that things like that end up happening, um, we don't realize or maybe we realize it, but we don't necessarily acknowledge it. Like we're in a very early stage of depression at the same time. And so when you have friends that are going through these love cycles or these love experiences with people that are hurting them and they don't really want to acknowledge it, you have to be very careful on how you approach them. You have to be careful on your conversations and how exactly how blunt you're going to be with that person. Just because you don't know where exactly their mental state is and it doesn't take anything. I'm sure everybody has experienced it or at least seen it at some point where somebody just all of a sudden snaps and commits suicide or start committing self-harm. And you don't know it because you never really took the time to sit down and actually listen to the pain that they're going through. Or you can't even imagine. Or you really you probably can't even imagine. Can't even imagine right? because yeah. it's one thing for you to say, I feel tired, I feel uh, whatever I'm feeling. It's one thing for you to say that, for you to hear that, and there's a total different thing for you feeling that. Exactly. When you're the one that's going through that, it's a whole... It's so easy to be biased about it. Yeah. So easy. It's very easy. Glad that you mentioned the cutting, the self-harm, the suicidal, because she goes through that. All of that. She mm-hmm. feels relief in the cutting and it's a huge i mean it happens so often too often too often too often and i think it's a i haven't looked into this to be honest but i think it does kind of the physical pain is easier to deal with it's a release of the emotional pain that is crazy um it's sad it's really sad though because I've, i've i've had friends and I've been through depression myself where self-harm became an option, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And it's almost like you get to a place, it's almost like you get to a place where you almost don't even care about yourself because you love that other person so much. And you don't want to expose too much. You're dealing with so much internally by yourself because you're too scared to expose what you're going through to somebody else. And you need an outlet. So what do you do? Yeah. It, ma- it makes sense. Yeah. Totally, especially when you're in that mindset. You mm-hmm. don't see more. It's like a cloud. It it's is. Like cloud it's a cloud that... big old darkness Exactly. Almost, right? You can't yeah. really see through that. Right. So you're feeling that that's, that's the option that you have at that moment. And when you mention that, it takes me back to the book. Okay. When she says uh, she realizes what's going on. After the fact that he physically abused her, cheated on her. I mean, he was bad she still says a quote um i'll take him back if you were to come back right now i'll take him back 
So it, it is that you love mm -hmm. this person so much that you forget about yourself. You do. You yeah. are no longer there. But you know, it's a process. It is. And the book shows that so clearly. Even the chapters, the name of the chapters. Oh yeah. I love that. I was like, oh, yeah. I see what you did there. <laughs> I used a lot of symbolism. I'm glad that. you picked up on it. Love it. Love it. So talented. So in the the name of the chapter kind of tells you the evolution of the situation. Right. Because it you name you said one was uh, the name of the one of the chapters was independence. If I'm not mistaken, right? I want to believe so, yeah. Yeah, and I she, haven't read it in a long time, though, and I wrote it a long time. <laughs> but I think in you know, um dependency, excuse me, dependency. Yeah. Where she starts to like change. Depend on him, yeah. And it's crazy because he starts the process so slowly. And that's reality. That's usually how it, when it happens, you're like, oh, wait, wait, I'm here now. Right. And this was me you months ago. You realize it. You worked it so slow. It's like a slow so transition. And you don't realize what you're doing until you're, like, it's almost like you're digging a hole for yourself and you don't even know you're the one with the shovel. It's right? a so well put. Yeah. You, you, yeah, you're absolutely right. And he starts, on, on him, he starts kind of, Taking more of her time because I see she's trying to just go to lunch, picking up the phone to talk to somebody. And I can, I'm doing this, I'm going. You start seeing that on her time. Her her time yeah. with her friend's support system starts to diminish. And then you also see that he wants to take care of her financially. Right. Honey, I just want you to be here, move in so I can take care of your bills. The control. Yeah. The control. So you start seeing that slowly but shortly. Yeah. And on the other side, we're thinking, oh, here goes my. Uh, my um, my right. savior, right? Yeah, uh, exactly. Oh, he wants to take care of me. <gasps> he wants to love me, and he wants to do everything for He's me. such a good he man. Wants to make sure I'm good. And you know what? Don't get me wrong. There isn't some. There men, are definitely some men out there that are more than willing to absolutely. Do that so not every it. man because they do this means that they're being toxic, that they're abusers. Right. None of that. But you do have to keep in mind where you at. As a female, right, where do you stand absolutely. in this relationship on your own, your hold still? Keep, keep an eye on that. It, you portray that so well. Slowly but yeah. surely, you start seeing her becoming less of a woman and more his victim mm -hmm. in a way. Exactly. You've got to read this book, I'm telling yes, you. Yes, Laura, you <laughs> caught on to all the symbolism. I love it, too. <laughs> so, so, yeah, I... Uh, so. I don't want to, we don't want to spoil it for you yeah, guys. No. You've got to read the book, but trust me, she goes through hell. She Everything. does. But I also find it amazing how you mentioned so many of the mental problems. You mentioned bipolar. Mm -hmm. uh, you mentioned, obviously, the cut and the suicidal and uh, STDs, mm -hmm. the, the health situation. The whole, see, we're spoiling, spoiling it. Mm. But we gotta talk about it. We got to. We got to. So when you get cheated on, when you're committing adultery, infidelity, adultery. Adultery. Yeah. Yeah. Infidelity. Adultery. You are at a high risk of this is this situation. Getting STDs. So be mindful of that if you're the one doing it. Be mindful of that if you're participating in any of this in any form. That's a reality. You really right. could become a victim of that. And your life will definitely be impacted by the, by it. So be mindful. Be be Take care of yourself. Take care of the ones that you love. Because trust me, it's not just you. Right. So I, I'm yeah, so glad that definitely. you talked about this mental and health situations that 
are so common. Every I want to say that almost everybody went through depression at some point. If you tell me that you didn't went through depression, you're lying. You got to be lying. Just about, yeah. Just about everybody hits it at some point. Maybe not so deep into it, but you feel some of it. When your show, your favorite show ends and you have nothing else to watch, you're going to hit some depression. May not be like suicidal, but we all felt depression. But we're talking about some deep, deep, deep issues here. For example, the fact this this whole mentality of he hits me, he's done all these awful things to me, but I still love him and I'm still taken back. That to me is the ultimate level of losing yourself. It is. You, it she lost is. herself. And you know, one of the um one of the biggest things with the story and what I wanted to kind of try to push out was that we get so, you know, oftentimes especially growing up when we talk to our parents or when we talk to our friends about stuff, we're Pregnancy is a big deal. Well, you need to make sure you wear a condom it's the so most that you don't get pregnant. But what subject. about the STDs? It's not there. I, I don't. Right. I don't think it's. What about pushed as yeah, much? It's not pushed as much. Even when we're talking about um, health education in school, right? Talking they're talking about, about our charities being popped. They're talking about pregnancy, but they're not giving a full education on all of the STDs that you can get, or all of the STIs that you can get. Nobody is talking about these Nobody infections. Is. I mean, people are, right? But it's not pushed out and it's not emphasized as it should be so that the awareness is, is brought to everybody. And hearing you say that, I can't help but wonder, when you are pregnant and you're 14, you're 15, there's a shame to the family, right. especially a few years back. Nowadays, not so much. Mm-hmm. But... I wonder if the reason why it wasn't talked about that much, still not, is it because it's more to do with a societal society idea? Because when you talk about STDs, you're talking you. You're the right, one that's yeah. going to deal with them. Your pain, the cost of medicine, all the boundaries that you have yeah, to come. Right. You know, that's more of a you thing. Pregnancy is more of a, I can't have my friends seeing that this girl made the wrong decision. Mm-hmm. It's more... You can see it. Yeah, it's a shame to the family. When you're talking about health, it's more so to you. It is. So it's not, it's not their job, I guess, to talk about how it affects you. Sometimes we have to be smart enough to tell our own kids, "Hey, they're not teaching you this, but I'm going to teach you this." Right. So even if they're out there, they're not teaching you. Schools are not teaching you. You need to have those conversations with your kids. You've got to have those conversations. I remember me growing up. My mom always told me, you cannot get pregnant. You cannot That's have. That's all I heard. That's all That's I heard. All I but heard. you know what, mom? Yeah. And I love you. Guy, I love you. But we never talked about, listen, you're going to get your heartbreak because at those ages, 15, 16, 17, 18, nobody's really serious about committing relationships. You're going to get hurt. You're going to be exposed to right. STDs, all of this other stuff. So there's more to it. And I think it's so important that we start having this real rude these real raw conversations with our kids. Right. Just like we start dating, when we start dating, we have to have these conversations as well about, so. They should be held more often than what they do. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, because I mean, even with like, I remember seeing like some older sitcoms or maybe some older type movies from 
that were like distributed back in like maybe the 80s, 90s, maybe early 2000s, where every now and then hit and miss, you may see somebody say something about, you know, um, have you been checked lately? Or, you know, and I know personally know females who don't get checked as often as they should. Females need to be checked after every partner. And a lot of people, including these teenagers, most times the parents don't know they're having sex. Oftentimes, you know, because, you know, you have so many single moms who are at work. So she's bringing the boyfriend, you know, whatever the case may be. It's just so easy to sleep around Mm -hmm. and not tell your parents. Mm -hmm. But the biggest thing that's being driven is you better not get pregnant. Well, what are you going to do if your child gets HIV? Yeah. Have you had that conversation yet? Because I bet that's, you would that's, want. That's a traumatic experience to experience. And I mean, it's it's heartbreaking. Like you said, we we come up and our parents talk to us about, well, you know, don't get pregnant. But nobody is, is advising our teenagers. Well, you know, outside of pregnancy, this is also this what is comes the with sex. These are the other you risks. You have these, um, what is that word I'm looking for? You have soul ties that are happening. Listen, that's, that's they, so they know nothing about it. it I, I feel like this is just becoming a conversation now. This is right, a topic yeah, that's just coming. And yeah, we need to definitely be talking about this a lot more. Um, you you know what I thought was strange in the story that he came from a mom and dad type of household. Mm-hmm. That to me was like, huh. That because usually it's not. It's usually a single parent mm-hmm. had a rough, uh, you know, rough life. Um, right. Some physical um, abuse. Some, you know. But he seemed to have a. He didn't seem to have. He had a pretty decent. Yeah, yeah, up, yeah. Right? yeah. That was surprising. So that kind of gives you a whole. Whoo! Watch out with everybody. You it just doesn't don't know. matter who it is. Your upbringing. Your. It doesn't matter. People are themselves, and they're going to do what they want to do. They're going to be who they want to be, despite their upbringing. They have to form into their own person. And this all started coming up fairly soon in the relationship, I think, Mm because compared to other relationships. Yeah, sometimes it takes a while. It takes a while. It takes a while. But for for her, I think, luckily. Luckily, right? (laughs) It came out very soon i think it's early enough yeah early enough uh, exactly she also mentioned uh we talked she talked about miscarriage and that is a huge i mean immense subject topic because there's so much involved in it it's not just your physical body not being able right. to carry you're talking about you're talking about emotionally Right. You're talking about spiritually there's so there's many it's so yeah. much and i also feel like that topic is getting pushed under the rug too. We're not talking about this. We're yeah. not talking about the, another one that I can sympathize sympathize with is the hormones. My goodness. So I've had problems with hormones. <laughs> okay. And I had low a low level of I can't remember which one it was, but it was to a point where I said I feel like a guy. Like I'm this close to be a guy. That's oh, what, estrogen. Yes, maybe? yes. Okay, it yeah. was, was very very low, and and I told my husband. I said, you're not marrying a woman. <laughs> you're I got almost too there. Much testosterone yes, I'm almost right there. But but yeah, it's a it's a huge problem and it affects women to another level. I found out about my hormonal uh, problem was because 
uh, in regular periods, always tired, lack of sleep, like I couldn't sleep, mm-hmm. hot flashes. I mean, I was like, what is going on? And that's kind of normal too. But nobody's talking about that. Was that was my next either. point. Exactly. Nobody's no talking one's about talking about it. All you know is I'm I'm tired. Ah, oh, you work too much. You just gotta sleep. You no, go to the doctor. Go if you're a female, that is so often the case that your hormones levels are imbalanced right. and all of these problems come from that. And you know, if right. they get really low, it can cause some heart problems. So this can even be life threatening. I didn't support. know that. Yeah. I did not know that. Because when I was going through mine, it, it talked about that. So I was thinking, wow, I've never even thought about hormonal wow. imbalance being a thing. But it is a thing. And so many females are feeling tired, mood swings, can't sleep, I'm tired. Go to the doctor. And you know what's crazy too? When I went to my doctor and I said, hey, listen, I've got this and this problems. Um, okay, one more check. Okay, nothing come back. I had to go to my female doctor. And talk about it. The gynecologist? Yes. Okay, so your family physician didn't say anything. Nope. And I specifically said, we might need to be checking on this. So that's to wow. show, you know, we, we got to be proactive about this. And we got to right. be involved in our in our care, especially as a female. Because if you have a male doctor, I'm not saying you guys are bad by all means. But there's some stuff that are hard for us to, to explain our bodies may be a little different. So if you're not being heard by one person, one doctor, keep going. Opinion. Exactly. Yeah. Keep Don't going. Because I'm so glad you talked about that. Hormonal imbalance, it's a real thing and it affects people in so many ways. So be mindful of that, guys. It, it happens. It's definitely out it there. It definitely happens. Mm. But um, it's a great book. You guys all should definitely, I'm, I'm telling you, you need to check it out. It, you feel the emotion. You, you're going through it right there with her. I cried more than once. Girl, I cried right now. I was like, what are I you doing right to me? Right <gasps> so good. I couldn't, it, literally, I read it in record time too. I was like, I gotta put this book down. What is going on? So it was a really good book. Good. I'm glad you enjoyed it. You did amazing, amazing. I'm glad you ca- you caught up on the symbolism. Um, like there's a there's little piece, there's little jewels in there that I kind of just like threw out there, and it sounds like you picked up on them. So I'm glad you did. You, you're so great, so talented, <laughs> so talented. I mean, you're really good with your words. Thank you. So I enjoy your book a ton. I definitely enjoy our conversation. I think from the beginning of the story, when you read the first pages, you understand what the concept of the book is, what's the goal, and this is for you ladies. That there is so much more to this current situation that there are tools, that you have a support system, that you're not alone. That, you know, she goes so well into explaining what she did. There was a time um, in the book where she's going to therapy, and she even says that, her testimony is part of her healing and that i was like you're on it absolutely yeah i think sometimes we we do get so especially like if we're trying to get over and we're trying to heal we get so caught up in um not really wanting to say anything and then when you finally are able to get it out it's like a release for you yes you know yes it is i feel like when you also get to a point where you can talk about that situation and not be hurt not be hurt by it you're not crying you're not emotionally it's a form of healing. exactly it definitely a, and it feels like 
you're in control. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, this is not controlling me, me anymore. I'm controlling the narrative. I'm mm -hmm. controlling how this is told, what is being told about it, and what came out of it. It right. is my story. It's not, I'm not this story, if that makes sense. I'm not allowing it to affect me as much exactly. as it originally did. Yeah. yeah. So I think that that's an important part of the healing process. I totally agree with that. And this is the reason for the podcast. Because I want us all to heal through this conversation, through sharing our experiences, because I promise you, you're not the one going alone. You're not the only one going through this. There's so many people out there going through it. And the thing is that we have a safe net, so we don't see this often. It's like, oh, that was a dark period. But there's people that live with this for years. And don't say a thing. They're doing it. It's it's insane to me. So if you're going through that, please email me. I will be glad to send some information your way to put you in contact with some people. Pray for you. This is not a podcast to change your belief system at all. But if that is something that you're into, that you believe in, if that's part that's of good. you, we're here for that support as well. So from the bottom of my heart, thank you. You are most It welcome. was an thank honor. You. Thank you. And I think this is a great tool, a great tool for everyone. So we'll see you guys next time. And keep in touch. Email us, follow us on Instagram, Facebook. Keep the conversation going. Bye-bye.